Hey friends, I don't know if you've ever heard the quote, the closer you are to someone and the more their situation resembles your own, the more likely you are to be influenced by their behavior. So that's pretty intense. When I heard that, I thought, man, like we know that. We know that we've heard that you are basically the sum of the people that you hang around with the most. And so even though you know that and I know that, it really does make sense when you're sitting around thinking, why is it that I cannot change certain habits? Well, the first thing to do, it seems like, is to look at the people around you and look at their habits. Because sometimes that influence is greater than what we are able to fight off on our own. But thankfully, there are some little tips and tricks Um, These are based on a book called Time for Change by Katie Milkman. She's um, written this book just because the idea of making small changes, even though it seems like we all are so very self-aware and we're journaling and we're doing what we're supposed to do and setting little goals and making them achievable, like it all makes sense, but we still struggle once in a while. But there are a few little tricks that you can do that I want to go over with you and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hang-ups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. So friends, don't forget the Badass Midlife podcast has a Facebook group. I'm really excited about it. It's pretty new, but it's where we're going to go to connect with each other on a little bit of a deeper level. You're going to see upcoming guests, challenges, and things like that. And then I'm going to post some things, and I'd love to get your comments, questions, or any uh, things that you'd like us to talk more about on the show. So um, go to Facebook, Badass Midlife, and I hope to see you there. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. So glad you're here. Thank you for tuning in to Badass Midlife. I just love talking to you guys. I don't I don't know if you really get a lot from the shows, but let me tell you something. I hope so because I love doing it. I love learning and doing the research and just putting things out there that I think can be helpful to women in midlife or anybody in midlife for that matter. Some of it can be helpful to anybody. It doesn't really matter um, the age that you are, but today we're going to talk about making change and uh, why sometimes it's a little bit harder than others to change habits that we have. Um, But it's tale as old as time. There are some tricks. And so even if you've lost confidence in yourself that you can make some changes, there are some things that can prove you wrong and get you back on track. So we're going to go over three key points. One, fresh starts. So um, the beginning of the year, uh, your birthday, the beginning of uh, the summer, whatever. Fresh starts. So a dedicated time is a great time to start a change. Number two, try to give yourself every advantage to not get yourself in an an impulsive or procrastinating situation. So there's a few strategies to kind of beat impulsivity. And then number three, 
Reaching your goals is easier if you know and are very aware of the people that you are hanging around. So just like the quote I mentioned in the opening, the closer you are to someone and the more their situation resembles your own, the more likely you are to be influenced by their behavior. So that's pretty huge. So we all kind of know that, but I guess you don't realize, you know, by the time you get to a certain point in your life, you know, these people that you've been hanging around with, whether it's, you know, longtime friends, family members, cousins, sisters, moms, you know, whoever it is, these people are having an impact on your behavior and your ability to make change. And there's nothing, there's nothing, I don't think anything really shocking about that, but it's good for you to know that that could be the reason why you're having some struggles. So here are the little tips that I think um, can help you kind of do a reset and make those changes in spite of having those little roadblocks. So number one, so making a fresh start. Um, we know that making a New Year's resolution, we kind of all joke about that because it's like, oh, well, people try it and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this. There's a lot of pressure on making that change. And then by February, everything goes down the drain. So here's my thing about New Year's resolutions. I think it's a terrible time of year to make a plan. Um, you are on such a high for the holidays. You know, it starts, you know, in November, maybe earlier for some people, and it just starts to build and build and build. So whether it's, you know, just joy or looking forward to gatherings, especially this year, after a pandemic when we didn't really get to be together as much as we wanted to last year like this is going to be a big time of year as we go into the holiday season like planning and making it really really special so by the time you get to your resolution there's a lot that you bring to that and then it's such a decline right so then it's like wow it's now everything's kind of on the downhill slope and even though it's great, because in your mind you're thinking, oh, I can finally relax. It's not the best time to set a new goal. And so that's why I feel like it's it's like the worst time because you're, you know, you're on that downhill um, trajectory from the holidays. You are getting your stuff together. You're just like exhaling and, and you're just trying to get your life back into the normal track. You hear people say that all the time around the holidays and the new year like I just I'm so glad it's all over which is so terrible like we should be so excited <laughs> to be able to have these opportunities but we're actually relieved and so setting a new ambitious goal right then it just seems to run counter to how you are actually feeling at that time so for me I just feel like any given Monday any first of the month it doesn't have to be january 1st in fact i think that's a horrible time i like to think of any given monday or the first of the month another thing i like to use is three months away from summer okay summer for me is a goal because maybe if my goal is to have a stronger healthier body that i can 
I have 90 days, right? I have 90 days. I can work on whatever it is, make my adjustments, give myself 90 days before summer comes, right? Same thing for the 90 days before the holidays. It can be the same for that. So you can say 90 days out. I want to have this goal set or I want to at least be pretty far along in this goal before the holidays come along because when that comes along, I want to be a little bit more settled in this. So just actually really setting a target start date can really make it easier, but don't make it have to be something gigantic like New Year's. In fact, I wouldn't set any goals at all except to just get done with that year, especially last year. It was just like, everybody was like, oh, it's January, so things are going to get better. It's really a lot. It's a lot to put on that that time of year and it's just to me not the best time like I said but do whatever you want whatever works for you for me that's what I have found so just choose a Monday choose a beginning of the month choose three months out from um, a season or something special that you do every year so that you give yourself time and some kind of an end date um, I always like to think that if we have a, a desired end date Again, that's what makes a goal a smart goal, right? It's measurable. You can say, um, I don't always want to talk about weight loss, but let's, it's just an easy one. So if you say, I want to lose uh, 10 pounds by June and it's, let's say it's February, well, that's kind of reasonable. And you are giving yourself a deadline, kind of, so to speak, like a measurable amount of time. And you can just kind of work on your goals and make your adjustments. So having a little bit of a goal, having a good start date, um, just really, really helps. It gives you, um, you know, some, some distance between the start and the end result that you're looking for, but also um, kind of says, okay, I've tried this before. Maybe it didn't work, but here, I'm going to start again right now. It's March first um i want to have this goal achieved by the beginning of summer for whatever my reasons are and it just kind of cancels out all the other times when maybe setting the goal didn't quite work out for you so um anyway fresh starts really really good um just be careful sometimes when we go head first into a fresh start we almost break ourselves of other good habits because we're so in and I'm guilty of this too and I think this is also very common where you're so into something that it, it's drastic you're like okay in March I'm going to start and I'm never going to eat a grain of sugar again well that's a lot uh, and so even though you have this nice fresh start and you have this goal of having something done giving up something in such a huge degree or making it so so big that fresh start isn't going to really help you because again you've broken a routine that has been with you your probably your entire life so having that fresh start doesn't really help you because you are making a change that's very disruptive you're doing something that's too much to change all at once and that's just a pretty much setting yourself up not to succeed so look out for whatever you're going to do to make a fresh start to be something that uh, isn't disrupting your daily routine too much because whenever we have a disruption like um, let's say you are even a teacher let's say you're a teacher and you have the summers off 
your routine is disrupted for those three months. And so it's really, it takes some time to get back on track. You're creating a new routine. It's disruptive. So students in school, same thing. You're in school, you're, you've got this great routine. You get up, you go to the gym, you go to class, whatever. Uh, and then when summer comes, everything just goes down the shitter because you're just like, oh, you, you kind of like are floundering around because there's no pattern. So whenever you're going to make that first start, just make sure that you're giving yourself something that's reasonable because you're already doing something new to try to make a change and set a goal. So just keep the habits that you are in, your daily routine, keep them sort of consistent. So make the change that you want to make, make it align with your day to day. Don't make it too ridiculously different. Okay. Number two, you're probably going to have some impulses or you're going to want to procrastinate. Um, And there's going to be a lot of things that are going to challenge you. For me, one example is um, my desire to want to have a cup of coffee and just chill in the morning uh, instead of go for my walk. I have this, I don't know, I just have this love of enjoying a really good cup of coffee in the morning. And I feel like oh my gosh, if I just get up and go straight to the walk, like I'm really depriving myself of that. So, you know, just it's like an impulse I have to to want to just not do that. uh, Or I want to procrastinate because why not? The coffee is tempting. It's delicious. Who doesn't want to do that? Um, So you're going to have those challenges and you're going to want to procrastinate and you're going to want to jump on those uh, impulses. But those things are just giving you some immediate pleasure and then they really take away your image or your thought about what the goal is and what the reward is if you really stick to the goal. So one way to fight impulsivity is to bundle. So we've talked about habit bundling before. So you would pair something that you enjoy doing with something uh, that's challenging to make it more appealing. So let's say you have your favorite podcast. I think we've talked about this before. I'm a podcast fanatic. Obviously, I love doing mine, but I also love discovering new podcasts. So what I do is my certain one that I listen to, one of the certain ones I listen to are exactly the length of my walk. And so I don't listen to it unless I'm on my walk. And it's perfect because I really am disciplined enough to say I'm not listening to this except on my walk I look forward to it before I know it the podcast is over my walk is over it's done so anything that you can do to bundle something that you really enjoy with something that you don't enjoy very much really real will help you um, you know kind of stick to that making of the change Um, another thing is to make whatever you're doing seem more fun um for me, when I have some sort of a an app, when I'm tracking food or tracking exercise, to me, that's kind of fun. So tracking, um, you know, scanning the calories, like what, what are my calories today or whatever, how many steps did I take? I make it into a little challenging activity. Uh, it's fun. And so for me, working that into learning the new change is effective. It's effective. It's something that I go do and I check in. Another thing is a checklist. I love me a good checklist where there's just a process for something I need to do or I'm getting ready for something and I have a checklist and I write it and I'm scratching the things off. So 
to me, that's making it fun. I love that visual, tangible piece of paper. I don't know how people do lists on their phone. I just do not understand. <laughs> I'm sure it's a generational thing. But uh, anyway, to make the changing of or the creating of the habit into something fun. Another thing, you just might be a procrastinator and you have been that way your whole life. I don't really have that problem. I'm not a procrastinator. Um, but one little effective technique, if you are this person, is to put it out there for the world. If you say your goal to other people, other people that love you and care about you and will hold you accountable, you're less likely to procrastinate because they will check in. This is even more effective with people that you don't see every day because obviously when you see that person again, that's the first thing they're going to do to make conversation and be like, hey, I heard that you were going to remember you were going to start that personal trainer. How's that going? That's the first thing they're going to do. And so that's actually, it can be kind of anxiety inducing where people are like, oh my God, I don't want to see her because she's going to ask me about that thing. Well, that's okay. But that actually gives you a way to kind of keep yourself in check by putting it out there into the world so that somebody actually can check in on you. And it's a good thing. And you're less likely to procrastinate or kick the can down the road if there is someone on earth that can check you on that. And then the final thing is just to obviously be careful who you spend time with because any kind of energy we absorb. So if someone is giving you the whole, I think that the whole exercise thing is bullshit. I think this is a bunch of crap. Like it's all about um, eating. It has nothing to do with this. You're going to hear that. And it believe me, how hard is it going to be for you to absorb that habit. We are just by nature very susceptible to pressure. That's what peer pressure is. Uh, but we can take that and we can turn it into positive. So let's work into your circle of people, somebody that is your cheerleader or that is working toward the same goal. So if peer pressure can be negative because of the people around you, it can also be positive. You know, sometimes we unconsciously seek out those people that have similar interests or similar goals. And we do that because innately we are drawn to them for some reason. We need something from them. And so if you are around very motivated, hardworking people that are disciplined and have a routine, how long do you think you're going to be able to stay uh, on the couch without a routine and be kind of a lazy bump like you won't be able to do it so it's a fine line like you may just be like well screw them I don't want to be friends with them anymore because it's making me feel bad no you will actually rise to the level of that behavior but again remember that the opposite of that also works people around you are going to bring you down you're going to go down if they are people that complain or that have issues with everything um, or that are hopeless about things, you're going to start to get hopeless. We just, we really can't help it. But if you have a person pulled into your circle, and even if it's just on one area that they really are aligned with you, just in one area of your life, that's okay. Just pull them into your fray and then use that energy of theirs to sort of create 
what you are trying to do in your your pattern so peers have a huge influence on what we do and our success with setting the goals and so it's just really critical to make sure that the people that are in your circle are people that can help you make those changes so again sorry just to review um, lesson number one is make a fresh start find a good date you know mark a date doesn't have to be three months from now it can literally be this upcoming monday it can be september 1st it can be um, the beginning of the last quarter of the year so whatever that is october yeah october whatever it is set a time set a deadline and then say when you want to achieve a goal or make that change by sometimes it's not something that has an end date some sometimes it's just i want to be a person that um, does a self-care ritual every single week i do one of these three things and i'm going to commit to it and i'm going to do it for the rest of my life okay So that's a thing that has no end date. That's fine. And it's just going to be something that you're going to start on a certain date. And the more you do it, it will become a habit. That's the wonderful thing. It's attainable. It's going to happen, let's say, every Tuesday at 10, like this podcast. And you're going to start this routine, this piece of your self-care. And then it will just continue. Imagine if you had somebody that also wanted to do it and also could do it on that same day and you were also committed and you both wanted to do it like again you give yourself exponential power to actually make that change so lesson one make a date for a fresh start can definitely make it a lot easier number two there's some really easy things that you can do to fight off your impulses or your procrastination we talked about habit bundling or bundling something Um, pleasant with something unpleasant I love that thought of that because it really truly does work I thought it was the silliest thing when I heard it but it actually really does work or to make the uh, unpleasant or you know thing that you're kind of like meh about like make it into something fun use a checklist uh, get yourself a calendar and and some colored markers and color code things on it and mark things off when you accomplish them. I love that. I mean, everything is an art project. So for me, it's like, yes, give me some paper. Give me a paper calendar. Give me a checklist. Give me 5,000 colors of markers. Like, I love it. It'll make it into something fun. And you will, again, this, we talked about the creative juices again. Once you start to turn a very benign mundane uh, activity even something that you dread to make a change of for a new habit change it into but bring that creativity and bring that color in you're opening it up you're not making it this like negative wound up ball of you know something to do you're just like unraveling it you're you're looking at it in a lighter way you're gonna you know put color around it you're gonna bring life to it and literally put air through it and just make it more attainable so uh, definitely find those little ways to um, you know fight off impulses and avoid procrastinating by kind of making things associate with the habit that are pleasant or that are fun or that kind of get you off of the negative track final thing just really really pay attention who you're hanging out with Um, you know if 
you see somebody doing a thing, sometimes the person inspires the change. You don't have to seek out the person when you want to make a change. But let's say um, you have a friend that uh, loves to, I don't even know, go to the go to a sauna. And she's like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. My skin's better. Um, my joints don't hurt. Like, And I do it uh, twice a month. And it's just like so amazing. You're thinking, wow, that sounds really cool maybe by her going if she doesn't mind if I go like this something that I can create myself and so actually hearing and interacting with people that are doing other positive things can pull you in and help you add one more really good habit to your life or again like if you have something and you just need to be around somebody that's very inspiring in a similar way that has the same goals um, you know that will help you achieve it my sister and I are always like we're literally on the same train on the same track all the time so it's like I always have like this built-in person that's just like going the same direction as I am and we just set goals and we have conversations we're able to talk about it and it really really helps it helps to have that other uh, person as a motivator and someone again like we mentioned to kind of keep you accountable uh, and that you can go to when you're struggling because Whenever something does become difficult, it's super easy to give up if we are just by ourselves and there's nobody to, you know, really um, check in with us and, and see how we're doing. So the wonderful, wonderful power of new habits and making change, I, I think it's just so important to give yourself a break. Um, habits are especially grooved in when you get to a certain stage of your life. So don't be too hard on yourself. Um you know, it just, it's going to take a little bit of a different strategy for each person. Uh, but these little things can sometimes help and it doesn't take a lot, you know, just, just employing one or two of these strategies to kind of get you back on track and take the pressure off can really, really help. All right. So that's all I have for you today, my friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.